welcome to a brand new episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. We love you. It's going to be another big show. I we got to we got to jump out the gate on this one, Gimlet, cuz there is so much going on. There's so much going on. But first of all, I got to check in with you, see how you're doing, how you're vibing. You got your mind right, your mind and soul and body and spirit are all aligned. You got your chakras going. My chakras? I don't know about my chakras, but I got a cup of coffee and um, an attitude adjustment. So here we go. <laughs> there you go. All right. I, here's where I guess we'll start off with this. We'll start off with this. Um, a couple of announcements before we start our school day, children. I'm pretty stoked. Now, we record this show on a Sunday. We try to get it up on a Monday. Or a Tuesday, but you know how things go. But we're 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 working hard for you guys. Here's and and hopefully you'll you'll hear this before you see it. Guess where I'm going tomorrow? Actually tonight. I don't know. I'm going to Nashville, Tennessee, because on Monday I'm going to be on a little program called the Candace Owens Show. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about it. I'm pretty stoked. I have been a fan of uh, of Candace Owens for quite a while. I'm pretty jazzed about going down there, hanging out with her. It's going to be a little like a four or five person panel. So it'll be a nice discussion. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll get the maybe Ben Shapiro pops in and I can go, Ben, I saw you on Bill Maher. You crushed it, buddy. That was awesome. Right. Did you see any yeah, he, of the clips from that? I did. He pretty much crushed Malcolm Nance. I mean, <laughs> this is I've I've noticed a, a a couple things like I had a little debate with with uh with Sank Younger from the Young Turks and and then and Nance did this to uh Ben Shapiro. They're always quick on the buzzer to to to, to go, I'm using facts. I'm using facts like when 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 they're not but it's like to me it's like a, it's a it's a sign that you're losing the debate and then he went after ben like personally and the whole mm-hmm. it's i i thought shapiro's that dude's great that dude is just unflappable and candace too candace appears to be like unflappable i go back to when like uh they said she was praising hitler and that congressional thing and what what should have been a knockout blow from Ted Lou, Candace just came back and and leveled him. I'm uh yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. So I'm flying out tonight. Uh, we'll do the show tomorrow. I'll try to get as many pictures as I can, and then uh and then holy smoke, and then and then I'm out of there uh, uh Tuesday. But I'm gonna see some friends in Nashville, do some hanging. I wish I wish I had John Rich's contact info because I, I that dude is a ball to hang out with as well. So anyway, that's fun. It's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a small gathering. It's not gonna be as big as uh, Obama's birthday party. <laughs> yeah, that DJ. <laughs> yeah, I saw a couple pictures. Uh huh. So so tell me more about that because all I saw is like uh, a DJ took some photographs and he put them out and then somebody made him delete them. What's, do you have any more info? Yeah, no, the DJ at the party took some pictures and posted them. And 
because it was Obama's birthday party, they got picked up and people started, you know, saving the photos. So they did end up on the New York Post and a couple other places. Um, I think there was only like three or four of them, but you can clearly see that the staff is masked, but the participants aren't. Um, it's, and you're just sitting there going, thanks, Mr. DJ. Like that actually took some balls, I think. Oh, giant. <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just busted them all. <laughs> that yeah. was awesome. And that is, that's the end of that dude. I mean, oh, it's the it's the end of that dude. But he did make maskless Obama trend on Twitter. <laughs> hopefully, if if you're listening to the show and you're on the East Coast and we can find out the name of this DJ, we got to get that dude some bookings. We got to right. His name is going to be Mud. If you think about it, because like he's got to have a pretty stellar reputation to to be. Uh-huh. You know, oh, you're gonna be you're gonna be the DJ. At the former president's uh, birthday party. That's that's legit. You are you are legit. You're making some money as a DJ, mm-hmm. and then just to go full nuke and just go here's some pictures of you. <laughs> that dude. I I worry about his dance calendar not being as full as well, he wants. It maybe maybe he needs to come become the house DJ at the America First Warehouse. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> ah. That would maybe be that maybe that's the thing. Maybe he that needs to be, be spinning the tunes for all the crazy things that go on there. That would be fantastic. Oh, and I'm so glad you brought that up because um, there's this group on Long Island. I've talked about them before. The Loud Majority and uh, this dude Sean is part of the Loud Majority, and they get active, man. They get active. They go at it. I did a live stream last week on the facebook page and i'm like we gotta protest now is the time to take to the streets let's start protesting so when i'm done with at nashville heading back to long island i'm getting together with those dudes and i do believe that we're going to be planning a march a big giant no forced vaccines no vaccine passports, all this craziness and New York has got to stop. And I'm so into it. Yo, it's Jim Crow 2.0. It is. If if you look at the vaccination rates in New York City, 32% of black residents are vaccinated. Yeah. So how like, and like something, then Hispanics are next. And then whites and then asian americans are at like 70 percent, but even white new yorkers are only like 43 so i'm wondering how are businesses gonna run (laughs) like how are you even gonna run a business in new york city under these circumstances with those numbers i don't know like you're not gonna be able to i'm i'm excited to see what happens i'm excited to like I want okay, so I guess I guess these people aren't shopping here. Gonna go to that other store, and then that dude will make all the money. I'm I'm all f- talk about. Let's find out. Let's find out the strength of capitalism and the free markets. Let's go. Well, I mean, I I wrote uh, an article after uh, Pete Prada from Offspring said he had to quit the band because he has yeah. a history of Gillian Beret. 
and he can't get vaccinated. I mean, that I mean, that could kill him literally. And he's yeah. already had COVID. Yeah. And his band's like, nope, sorry, dude, you can't be in the room with us. I'm like, OK, pussies, number one. But yeah. number two, you're going to have ADA lawsuits over this. And when I wrote that story, I was getting emails from people in like Boston and other places where you literally, this is going to become like 1920s prohibition level stuff because you're going to have these speakeasies knock on a door and all the unvaccinated people are sitting in a bar drinking. I mean, they already have that in some cities up there because of the lockdowns. They would like sneak out of their house and gather. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is, this is going to be insane. But I guess Staten Island, the the public officials in that borough filed a lawsuit to put an injunction on the key to New York City, also known as a vaccine passport. And they just said, no, we're not we're not doing this. We're not. <laughs> it's it's and, so. and once another another aspect of it. And like I, that really bummed me out about the offspring. I, I saw your your tweet and your link to your article about that. And that really really bummed me out like what what happened to those dudes like what what happened to you know fight the system and be an individual and do what you want like there are seriously like the foo fighters are are all like hey you we're doing vaccine only shows and then a bunch uh-huh. of people got the rona I'm I'm not even kidding. It, it seems like it's it's Eric Clapton and Van Morrison. I did an article about that a couple of weeks ago yeah. at theloftestparty.com, and it's like, where are the rebels? Like, legit. Like we we said it a long time ago. You know that the the right is the new punk rock, and we're the real re- and we are. This is the new like, and it's never been more clear that the underdog is the right and we're fighting the powers that be listen and well, someone else said this and it's, it's not me but if you if you have the media on your side and you've got the news on your side and all the publications on your side and hollywood on your side and big pharma on your side you're not the underdog you're the man tech. so congratulations yep. offspring you're the man you're okay. no longer raging against the machine. You're raging for the machine. Um, yeah, you, but, you, I mean, are, I just, you are I the machine. I mean, I, I literally have someone that I care about very much that can't get vaccinated. And they're being discriminated against at work. They've already recovered. They probably have better immunity than anybody that took the shots, according to all available research and all metrics yeah. in Israel where they actually track it. Yeah. But, I mean... That person becomes labeled and Pete becomes labeled as an anti-vaxxer. They're not anti-vaccines. There's a legitimate medical reason these people can't take it. Yeah. And we have never had policies without exceptions for the ADA and other things. So, I mean, those folks, for for people who are choosing not to get vaccinated just because they don't want the mRNA or they, they have concerns over safety or whatever... That's bad enough, but then you literally have a class of people that can't take it. <laughs> yeah, and I think that, as best as I can understand it, that like the elderly population, they're all they're all vaxed, and the mm-hmm. the at risk people, 
are vaxxed. It seems like now it's like, hey, we, we're just, we're just going to roll them bones. We're just going to. You can't tell me you're serious about COVID-19 when you are putting thousands of COVID positive illegal immigrants into cities in Texas and all over the country. That's attempted we manslaughter. Have, That's attempted well, we manslaughter. Now have, we now have the Lambda variant, two cases in McAllen, Texas, and that comes from South America. It started in Brazil. Yeah. If you didn't want a new variant, you shouldn't have been letting people pour over the border. You're not serious. This is all about control. And anybody who reads more than a headline can figure it out. Now, now you've got these morons in TV, and this is my COVID PSA for the week, guys. Okay. Bring it. Oh, more children are being hospitalized. Yes, they're being hospitalized with RSV. RSV is respiratory synctal virus. It causes a cold for you and I as adults. But when you're little, between the ages of zero and five, it can make you very sick. And it's one of the major causes of children being hospitalized with a respiratory illness. So these kids are going to the hospital and they're being tested for COVID, which never makes them sick. And then they get tested for RSV and they're like, oh, it's a co-infection. No, it's not a co-infection. They have RSV, treat them appropriately and stop scaring people because we're going to see a huge uptick in RSV because you kept kids out of school and locked down for a year and a half. So they haven't contacted it. Okay. So many thoughts. So many thoughts on this. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Incredibly dumb. Here's what I want to know. Because I I've hear this f- coming around, floated around, that the the Delta variant is it? Do they, to your knowledge, do they have a test for the Delta variant? They test for the Delta variant the same way that they monitor mutations in every other virus, because virus is virus, and part of how they do that is they mutate. There's Selective pressures that they want to keep replicating so they become less infectious but more transmissible. That's like right. the history so, of all viruses. So, are you, so that, yes, there is a test for Delta? You have to do what they call genome sequencing on it to confirm Delta. So what they do is they take a statistically significant set of samples from each region of the United States and they test them for what variant is circulating. So no, they don't. Your COVID test... They won't come back and say, you've got COVID Delta brand, right? Right. They'll come back and say, you have COVID. And because of where you live and what they call sentinel testing or surveillance testing that they do, they can predict with some level of certainty that that's what variant you have. Because eventually, eventually Delta takes, like, there's nothing but Delta right now, really, in Israel that's circulating. It takes over as the new version of the virus. So you can see it through Sentinel testing starting to climb and then it becomes the dominant variant. Okay. Okay. Oh, cause I was always wondering like, how do they, how do they, how are they figuring out the Delta? How, da, 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 da. But um, I guess it I is kind of hindsighty. It's kind of hindsighty, but in the UK, they actually modified their tests to test for a specific protein that's more common on the Delta variant. So, they had maybe better data. We did not monitor. We did not um, change our tests to do that. We just do the same things that they've been doing with the flu. And, you know, 
these shots are now equivalent to the flu vaccine. Sorry, guys. These are flu shots. The yeah. variants are going to circulate. Pfizer's already saying we're going to come up with variant-specific formulations. And that's just what they do with the flu. They monitor, they predict what's going to come around, and they make a shot for that year. That That's where this is going. So the entire idea of passports and everything else is just beyond stupid. And if I had a child under the age of 12, it would be over my dead body you're going to stick that in their arm. Well, if, if, I'm, if I'm in California, if I'm Gavin Newsom, mm-hmm. I am definitely I, I, I'm going to go forward with vaccine passports. Actually, no, I might I might slow play it. I might slow play it and and double cross my fingers that the numbers go up so that I can rationalize doing mail in ballots. For this, they're already uh, doing them. for the recall, I saw I saw a couple tweets where they were talking about them, but uh, that's that dude's that's that dude's only hope. That's his only hope is they. They do mail-in ballots, and he gets some Dominion machines in there, and they get some, uh, oh, we found these. We found these in the back of Brenda's truck at 3 a.m. when no one was looking. We counted them all up. How many votes do we need? 2,000? Oh, there's 5,000 here. Everything I'm reading is like Larry Elder is coming on with a head of freaking steam. You do not want to go toe-to-toe with Larry Elder. Oh, that would be the best debate. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Seriously, there was movement. I had movement. I got a little political nerd chubby going. That's one of the few I would pay money to see. Like, they could, for real, for real. If they did a pay-per-view event and it was like 10 bucks, I'm all in. I am all in. Larry Elder. That's a Oh, now now that's that's what I want for Christmas. That's what Dude, I want I, for Christmas. Cuz like Adam Carolla is a lot more chill than Larry Elder, and if you've never heard Adam Carolla's interview with Gavin Newsom I prior haven't. to Newsom being elected, oh my god, it's out on YouTube. Corolla just spanks him over and over and over again. It's I, great. I, it was, it was, well, yeah, but you know, families and education, Gavin, families and education. And they go back and forth with this and, you know, well, I got to eliminate these payday check places and, and Adam Pearl, families and education. You know, and he just keeps going and going and going. And, you know, really, a lot of Jewish families, Asian families using those things. And I mean, it's it's hysterical. He it went off. It's always a good reminder, and and that's great. I'm 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 sure Corolla ate his lunch. Corolla's a great dude. He's a smart dude, yeah. funny dude. You you always have to kind of like take a step back and remind yourself that like Gavin Newsom is just a tool. He's just a He's just a, a younger version of of Joe Biden where there's similarities. But but, yeah, he's he's in that whole Pelosi family and the powers that be. They kind of just he's the chosen one and he's good looking and here's a house and call this home. And now you're going to do that. Then you'll do this. He's just an empty suit. 
He's just oh, yeah. a vapid, just lives for politics, is a completely political animal, has no idea how the real world works. I saw a picture the other day. Somebody took it. I think it was from Northern California. It was a now Union 76. Those those stations are always expensive. I mean, I don't know anybody who goes to the frickin the 76 station to get gas. Like you're a you're a gozillionaire if you're hitting the 76. Check (laughs) out these gas prices, Gimlet. Regular. This is for a gallon of regular gasoline at a 76 station. Six dollars and nine cents. What? Yup. Six, I'm having a cow over two dollars and eighty nine cents. Six oh nine at a seventy six wow. station. You got wow. the premium. The premium is six fifty four. It's. <laughs> what are they doing to diesel? Because they oh. jack diesel up when the regular prices go up. Diesel's up to five thirty nine. Oh, they got diesel at less because your diesel's still more expensive to offset. Yeah. Regular gas. Well, so. they will find they will find a way to screw you. They're like they're like uh prison inmates in California. The people oh. who are in charge, they will find a way to screw you. You're like, I don't even have a vagina. That's where I, I got something. Oh, you know what? That I had that removed. You can't even go back door. Oh, okay. How about your armpit? Oh, you know what? They taped my arms together. I will screw the back of your knee. How about that? They will find a way to screw you. And this is a great little teaser because we're coming back. We're going to be talking about this infrastructure bill. Uh. And now, it might be the end of my good mood. It might be the end of my good mood. There might be some, I might have to get my big boy shoes and get up on a soapbox. Because this is the one, this is the, I'm, I'm, I'm already starting. I can't start yet. Okay, we're going we're to take a break. <laughs> we're going to come back. We're going to talk a little bit about the infrastructure. Remind me to plug my stand updates. I never plug the stand updates on the on the show. I got to start doing that. So we're taking a break. Coming back, infrastructure, tons more stuff later on in the show. What's on the web with Paul? Holy crap. Then there's the Patreon segment and it's all for you because we care. See you in a bit. As a small business owner, you deserve more. More confidence, more connectivity, more of the tools that help your business thrive. And at Cox Business, you can expect more from us. We don't just have sales reps. We have perfect plan identifiers. People who will work with you to make sure your business gets everything it needs and nothing that it doesn't. Your business deserves more. And that's why you can expect more from Cox Business. Call 800-526-8572 to switch today. Ready to stand out, Army ROTC prepares you not only as a college student, but as a strong leader, allowing you to earn the rank of second lieutenant. You will be eligible for full tuition, merit-based scholarships, and develop leadership skills essential for your future. Start strong and enhance your college experience. Visit your campus Army ROTC representative today. To find out how you can earn up to a full tuition scholarship, visit GoArmy.com podcast to locate your closest ROTC program today. Army officers inspire strength in others. Paid for by the United States Army.
We didn't go nowhere. We're not going to leave you high and dry like that. Before we jump into the infrastructure insanity and all stuff, I got I to gotta plug the stand-up dates. You guys, come out and see a show. Tell your friends. Bring them out. going to be a good time. It is uh, first coming up August 23rd. That whole week, I'll be at the MGM, the fabulous MGM at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club. That's just going to be fun, guys. Don't come out expecting a whole bunch of politics. That ain't going to be happening. People are on vacation. It's going to be uh, just big laughs, cracking wise, and having a blast. Then the politics kick into high gear. We're going to be cutting loose. I want to say it's September 12th, Southern California, Brea, down Orange County Way, Brea, California, at the Improv. Then things move to Addison, Texas, which is really a, it's a suburb of Dallas at the Improv there. Then the Improv in Houston, Texas. And then we go down San Antonio Way for a club there. Called, I believe it's called LOL. So make sure you come out. Tickets are available now. Get them, get them, get them. We're going to have some fun. Okay. We're going to try to keep it in a good mood. I'm going to try to keep it on the sunny side for this segment because we're getting into this infrastructure insanity. Uh, and then we'll do what's on the web with Paul. And then we're going to scooch on over to the, the Patreon side. Okay. So the infrastructure, I'm going to try to phrase this. It is uh, infuriating. It angers me. It completely bums me out. And it also motivates me at the same time. I have all those emotions going on. I just, and I, I wrote, I've, I've written two pieces about this at, at the website, you guys. And I just, it's so blatant. It's such a, an attempt to shift power and just an attempt to shore up these these like green new deal projects this has very little to do with roads and bridges i would be fine with you guys want to spend uh uh you know whatever billions we're gonna we're like casually throw around billions where you guys you guys want to do billions on on roads and bridges because you already know that the the graft and the greed and the payoffs you already know that that's already twisted as hell mm -hmm. when they hire the, the the city construction workers and the state workers and we got to farm this out you know so much money is flying around you know you're getting ripped off when they just talk about doing roads and bridges for billions but now they're doing this crap for trillions and so yeah, you, you bake in the things like, oh, they're going to there's this little thing over here and there's a tax on that and there's a Green New Deal and there's this energy thing and there's this climate thing and blah, 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 blah. Why in the hell is Mitch McConnell OK with all this? It's it's it, it staggers me. It, it boggles my mind. What what what? And maybe you can tell me here, Gimlet. What are the what are the conservatives getting out of this other than they can go back to their their states and go, hey, yay, where we fixed that bridge. Like, where is um, their payoff? 
everything I'm reading from the senators that say they're going to vote for this monstrosity is we need to prove we can still work across the aisle and get big things done. No, no, you are completely misreading your voters. We don't want big things done. Yeah, we don't want the government to do more. The DOT is every bit as freaking corrupt and freaking awful as the Department of Education. Those things were never meant, never meant to be a federal responsibility. And this bill consolidates almost all DOT funds under Pete Buttigieg, okay? So yeah. they're actually backdooring the Booker Amendment. And that has me infuriated. The Booker Amendment was supposed to ride on the policy through HUD that destroys the suburbs and demands that you eliminate single-family housing zoning, okay? And then if you didn't do it, the Booker Amendment said, then we're not giving you highway funds, okay? Yes. Now they don't even have to pass that legislation. They're just going to do it through the DOT because Buttigieg holds the purse strings on almost everything. And if you think $6.09 sucks for a gallon of gas, they have a pilot program baked into this for a per mile charge because they want you all to live in a metropolis in a 400 square foot apartment. Okay. I, it, I just want to pat myself on the back. I, you guys don't know what an incredible high road I just took. The gimlet went off on a tirade talking about uh, Pete Buttigieg. And so already there's the gay thing. That's that's just like a that's like that's just like that's like a a flare in the middle of the night. You talk about Pete Pete Buttigieg. Okay, so gay, that's already out there. Then Gimlet's like, and then and then Cory Booker is backdooring this thing. So now I'm sitting here thinking, okay, okay, so we got Pete Buttigieg, we got Cory Booker backdoor. Then Oh, you read so you much said, into that. You said I think <laughs> Booker was taking somebody for a ride. So now we got Cory Booker, Buttigieg, backdoor, ride. Then, then Buttigieg is holding the purse strings. Buttigieg with a purse, backdoor, ride. I didn't say a word because that's not the kind of show this is. We're, we're classier than wow. that. Listen, Gimlet, what do we do? What do we do? I, I went back. I, I'm not even kidding you. I went back through the YouTube channel and I've done multiple. I don't like the omnibus bills and I don't like these big fat. When we are talking about trillions of dollars and I'm telling you guys, they're going to they're going to take like one point two or one point one trillion dollars. And then these it's going to get a little blue here. It's going to get a little blue because there's a thimble full of money for roads and bridges, these cocksuckers, when you bitch about this thing, about all of the money that's just been wasted and thrown around and given to friends and you take that and you take that and you run this and you line, they're all gonna point to, this, to a stupid fucking bridge somewhere. Don't you like roads and bridges? I like low, look at that bridge, how nice that is, bitch. That bridge ain't worth $1.1 trillion. This is, and, and it just, the thing that pisses me off so bad about it 
is the is the is that Mitch McConnell's going for it too, and you got the Mitt Romneys and the Collins and the Murkowskis and the man and 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 this is it's all it's all make believe until it's not. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is one of my the first article that I wrote. Like since and I'm not even kidding you since this. Uh, constitutional republic came together the founding fathers the colonies the whole nine there was a dude who wanted to sell a repeating rifle he had invented a repeating rifle and the government was very interested in it in washington and all those dudes and he tried to the reason it didn't become become a thing is because the dude was charging an arm and a leg he was charging too much because he thought the government was an endless supply of money which it isn't now, in our history, we've grown at such a pace and we've invented stuff and new technologies and industry and agriculture. We've always grown faster than we can spend. We crossed the Rubicon, I believe, in the late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. We are now spending way more than what we bring in. And it's it doesn't show any signs of stopping. So we can look back and go, well, there's always graft. There's always greed. There's always payoffs. The bill is going to come due. It's going to come due. And I don't want to be around to see it. I don't want to I don't want to be I don't want to be around for the fall of Rome. That does not look like it's any fun whatsoever. Mm mm. And and we gotta we gotta get these guys out of there. Like I know, and and listen. And what is what is the problem if government grinds to a halt? You and I we've joked about this before. Whenever they're like, we have to do a government shutdown. My shit doesn't change at all. No. You know what? There's a couple. There's a, a couple park rangers who who can't go to work. You know what? We'll do a, a GoFundMe for those guys. We'll take care of them. But shut it all down. If you have a bunch of conservatives. In in the in Congress and the Senate, who just come, who just say no, nope, nope, nope. Yes, you're gonna have some more potholes to deal with. Yep, somebody's gonna have to fix the bridge. Hey. That will happen. But I don't care if it grinds to a halt. I give zero shit if it grinds to a halt. But here's my thing: it should be local communities and states that are fixing their own damn roads. Yes. Like, why yes. is the federal government in charge of this? Central planning fails every single time. <laughs> the one that gets me is like the 5G towers and 5G towers. Listen, I'm paying Verizon every month. Let, Let them fuckers. put them up. Yeah. Why? That, I, I want to break on my cable bill. It's like bagging your own groceries at the grocery store. Do I get an employee discount, bitch? How big is my discount for doing your work? Well, like, oh, I don't I'm gonna, mind I'm going to pay Aldi for 5G towers. Are... Blow me. What'd you say? Like, at Aldi, at Aldi, I don't mind bagging my own groceries because the prices are cheaper. That's like the contract. I want an additional discount. Listen, I, and, then it, and, and Trump came out about this yesterday. I can't get off the infrastructure thing. Trump came out and said it. And like, seriously, like, what is Mitch McConnell Here's the thing. Nobody's mad enough. You see Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer's like, 
well, you know what? It's about time that we do something like this. It's long overdue. We got to think big. We got to do. And then you got Mitch McConnell. Go. Oh, it's not the bill I would have written, but we must hold up. No one's mad enough. No one's mad enough. It's not good. That's not good uh, horse trading. When both people, when both people are like, well, you know, it is what it is. Son of a bitch. Both you guys are getting fat off of this we we just had the fast act in 2016 which was aimed at fixing surface transportation i.e roads where did that damn money go where did it go dig it where did the trillions of dollars that they just spent go when they're like "Uh uh-oh covid we gotta go big we gotta go big covid 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 Quick, quick, sign it. Don't even read it. Now you've got 2,700 pages of some monstrosity and that, oh, it's not the bill I would have written. Bitch, let me in there. Let me in there. Let me go through that thing. I want to be president now. I totally do. Being president. Listen, you guys, I'll say it again. I don't think any of this is that hard. I really don't. I just think most people don't want to do it because they don't want to be associated with these like total douchebags, like huh. douchebags, and they're getting rich and they're getting wealthy. But at what cost are these nerds, these nerds in position of power? It's a nightmare, you guys. We have absolute greedy loser nerds in charge, and they are just messing it all up. I can't stand it. If we just did that in 2016, why do we need to do it again? Oh, because it never gets done. Do you want to know why it never gets done? They call this the American Infrastructure and Jobs Act, right? Do you know the only jobs that will come out of any of these projects for at least the next three years? Attorneys and civil engineers. Because you can't start anything for years because of the permitting process. This is exactly what happened. Remember? Remember shovel-ready jobs? Yeah. Problem was, for years, nobody needed to touch a shovel because you couldn't start building anything. Right. It is, we are, it's, it's, it's comedic. It's, we're, we're just, remember there was, a, there was a movie called Brazil that was kind of a romantic, comedic look at, like, 1984. It, 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 it's a dude from Money Python directed it. We're, we're just that side. It's like Monsters, Inc., that woman with the glasses, Mike Wachowski. We are buried in bureaucratic paperwork bullshit. And there's idiots who know how to navigate this system. And every time you have to fill some crap out in triplicate, somebody's making money. And if you don't do it their way, you're screwed. This is an innovation killer this is not what anybody had intended we are we are not only are we not draining the swamp we are reinforcing the swamp levels and levels because when you said when you asked who's going to get rich boy my my first guess was going to be uh the people who sell the orange barrels the people who sell the the lights that go on the orange barrels that's the that's the scam to be in. 
And it's all just none of it's real, you guys. Whoa, none and- of it's real. They keep these projects going for as long as they can because then people have to air quote go to work, but they make it go slow so they can stay employed longer. So it's it's not about making better roads. It's not about making better bridges. It's not about creating anything that'll last other than some douchebag loser clocking in and somebody helping more douchebag losers clocking in to suck off the tit of big government. That is us. And and, and we we keep allowing these elected officials to do this crap. You it's gotta stop. It's got to stop. I knew it. I knew I'd get up on my soap soapbox. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And and there it just it drives me absolutely crazy. I want to say this again, just because I want to say it again, and it's our show. Uh, nobody's mad. That's that is the biggest. Like Mitch McConnell's not mad. Uh. Ted Cruz is doing a little bit of foot stomping, but I'm not seeing, I'm not, Wait. I think Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is a little upset, she says. Yeah, they're madder than we are. I hope so. The squad. No, 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 because we're not spending enough. Well, so that's. The, the squad is saying that, okay, so originally Joe Biden wanted $6 trillion. For this monstrosity that includes Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez Climate Corps and all this other stuff. So these stupid Republicans decide to come up with a bipartisan bill thinking that's going to be it. No, they're going to put the rest of this shit through reconciliation. And so the Republicans will actually have been complicit in spending six trillion dollars. They're stupid. Yes. Yes. And we got to hold feet to the fire. We got to figure out a way to hold feet to the fire. Okay. So that whole block, you guys, was just infrastructure madness. Here's what's coming up because we got so much. We got so much for Patreon. So we're going to take a break. We're coming back for, for uh, what's on the web with Paul. She's a good one. She's a good one. Then we would be remiss. We, w- we would lose our podcasting license if we didn't talk about uh, Cuomo over there on the Patreon. Oh my God. We would lose our podcasting license if we didn't talk about, uh, a little bit about what's going on, a little bit more about what's going on in Florida. We got we got to talk about th- this one. There's a uh, female inmate in California who is uh, pregnant now. She's, they got, the, they got the trans people in with the female prisoners and a, a girl got knocked up. We're gonna be talking about that. We're going to be talking about the Suicide Squad and HBO versus Disney Plus and so much more. So stick around. We're taking a little break and then what's in the web with Paul? And then we'll see you guys over on Patreon. Skadoosh! Tired? 
tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 1-800-516-7602 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 1-800-516-7602 to take your call right now. Call 1-800-516-7602. That's 1-800-516-7602. Again, 1-800-516-7602. What's on the web? I love it. We're, we're, good. we're jumping right in. This is action-packed. There's so much to cover. It's What's on the Web with Paul. This segment is, uh, it started as like a little, like a little 10-minute thing, and now it's just, it is a definitive slice of pizza in the wheel of infotainment. Paul, how you doing, buddy? I'm not doing too bad, Mike. I'm a little bit tired. I was at Martha Vineyard, Martha's Vineyard last night, so it was a little bit late night. I was out partying at <laughs> a small little, small little party. Didn't really want to go, but I just wanted to stick it to the little people by showing that I could do it. Right, right. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm just glad you were invited. I'm, yep. I'm just glad you didn't get snubbed. Because yep. that was, that was, a, that was, a, that was just a handful of people. Close family and friends, correct. <laughs> Uh, All right. But I'll do my best to stay awake right now. There you go. I know. You got to be dragging ass. Let's do it. Let's jump into what's on the web with Paul. What do you got for us, man? MTV turns 40 this year, and we had two posts up at the Loftus party about it, Me and MTV by Gordon, and Who's That Video Guy, Girl and Guy by Lisa, where she looked back at some of the videos to see where some of the people who are in them are today. What are your thoughts on MTV? You know what? It's... um. It's just so tragic. I think I think the bad outweighs the good. It, it really does. And because um, it did. And, and I, I can't stand that song. I really can't stand that video killed the radio star because it is true. We went through 20 years, 25 years where if you weren't incredibly good looking, your music didn't matter and you were just cast aside really horrible it was not good for music and then conversely uh, the powers that be at mtv and viacom and all of this it, it was like everything was incredibly out of whack like those people who ran that company who ran that network they First of all, they they threw music completely under the bus. They just didn't even care. It turned into the real world and the road rules and the Jersey Shore. They have it. MTV has nothing to do with music, as far as I know anymore. Has nothing to do with music. It's like how to 
almost completely destroy an industry, completely destroy an industry. It's uh, the, and the radiation from that MTV is still being felt. It's 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 horrible. And, and I love music videos. I really do. I like seeing what uh, artists do, you know, visually what ideas they have and blah, 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 blah. But yeah, I, I I'm not a fan of MTV. Well, they've kind of been replaced by modern day streaming video sites such as YouTube and Vimeo, right? Yeah, but you know, it's it's always here's what's interesting to me, and this is what ever this is the thing. The other thing that's like completely lost in the equation is is the DJ, the VJ, the person who's calling the shots. That's to me more important. I want. I want to get I want to learn about new music. I want to find stuff out. I don't want to just sit there and listen to frickin' aha take on me. And then, ooh, look at that. It goes from real life to a cartoon and then back to real life. Daka daka daka. <laughs> it, oh, it's it's horrible. All right. uh, there there was a show. There was a an independent station in Los Angeles for the longest time. And the lead guitarist, what was the guy's name? Steve something. He's like the lead guitarist for the Sex Pistols or something. Had the, the whole station was incredibly eclectic. And uh, Steve Jones, Steve Jones, and he had Jonesy's jukebox. And man, that dude just played the music that he wanted to play. And you would go from Sinatra to The Clash to like all over the board. And it was just fantastic. And that's what. MTV, it's like everything's just like programmed by corporate. It's just programmed by corporate. And it's all based on an algorithm and just horrible. But Jones was kind of like Rush Limbaugh when Rush was doing music and he played what he wanted and he got fired for doing <laughs> Well, that's, yeah, yeah. I, and I think, I think, uh, I think Jonesy's jukebox, I don't know where he landed, but uh, yeah, if you guys ever get, if you ever get a chance, I'm turning you on to a great show. Google, do a Google search on Jones's jukebox. All right, good stuff. Let's move on. I think you're excited for this because I think you're a fan of Stranger Things. The season four trailer has now appeared. Yeah, you know, and it's it was nice to have a taste. I, I posted that at the website, and it's good to see everybody, you know, I, I'm glad there's going to be a season four. First, you know, because I'm a fan of the show. I really, really, really dug uh, the first three seasons. Season three, it, they're slipping a little bit, but what what can you do? But beyond that, I think this will probably be the last season with that cast. I mean, the girl that plays Eleven, she's doing big box office movies now. She's doing King Kong, Kong versus Godzilla. She's doing other stuff. One of the other uh, young leads is doing Ghostbusters. And if you want to be a movie star, you kind of have to transition away, I think from you know stranger things and uh and netflix but i will say this i was thinking about this the other day what a great universe that they've created that problem that the writers and the creators of that show set up with just it's the cold war somebody accidentally opened up a door to another dimension and now there's just you can ha you can have the most insane creatures popping through that door, and then how does it affect characters that you care about, dude? That that show, there is nothing stopping that show. I would seriously 
instead, I, I would do a Stranger Things season five and maybe even in, introduce new characters and and just put it in a completely different put it put it in the the, the present. Anyway, I'm looking forward to Stranger Things four. And I heard there there's a weird rumor. I was talking to Lisa about this. We were texting that uh, Hopper is I thought Hopper was in this season. She didn't think he was. I'm telling you, that dude is an idiot if he doesn't show up for season four. An absolute moron. Yeah, because if nothing else, he should be making some good money, not only in the present, but then off of whatever residuals he's signed up for in his contract, too. Yeah, and then you have to uh, you, you have to keep the fan base happy, because don't forget that that dude uh, was in the... Uh, they tried to reboot Hellboy, and that was a giant turd sandwich, and no one cared about it. So that dude... Just keep working. That dude, just keep working. All yep. right. What's next, man? Let's go over to some uh, something a little bit different. We're going to a lifestyle post. This is a super slide video you need. This kind of follows up to a uh, slip and slide video we did last week. But instead of slip and slide, this is an actual, like a sliding board, but it's big. It's water. And then at the end, it has a jump. So it launches you into the air. Right. Well, this is this is one better like that. That kid, that YouTuber made that one where, yeah, they pull you down the ramp. This is a water park in Waco, Texas, and they have a slide. It's actually three slides. It's called the Royal Flush or something. And uh, there's three different angles that you can go go off of. And so that's all well and good. That that's just a fun day. If you watch that video there is just something whoever whoever directed that thing whoever shot it whoever cut it just encapsulated in my opinion a, a perfect summer i think that video is from 2016. It oh my be. goodness yeah it was, it was just so fantastic i kept i just kept watching it and over and over again i'm like why am i loving this so much it's like the slow motion and the kids having fun and everything's just completely carefree and the the barbecues are going and there's dogs running around and you're like that video is the perfect summer video and and it, it's it's just strange it's it's i just loved it i just loved it and i want to and i want to go down that super slide Yep, and they had a, the, the land was right next to it and was built in the same fashion. So there was a guy taking a dirt bike off of it, as in a pedal dirt bike, not a motorcycle. But he right? was launching himself off that as well. Yeah, it's it kind of seemed like something that would have... It's the kind of thing that you don't believe exists anymore. But it does. And it's just kids having fun, and there's just families, and... When the dude took the bike up there, I'm like, how are they? There's no way they can allow him to do that. And he right. did it, and it was great. Well, <laughs> was that's like, right. Right, it seemed less like a park at that point and more like just people having fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It it really made me, like, appreciate summertime. Summertime, summertime. Okay, what's next? Well, let's jump back into some mainstream entertainment Entertainment with Weezer and others do Metallica. So Metallica did, I believe it was called the Black Album, probably, what, 20 to 30 years ago? We'll say 25, just to guess on it. And so now they're doing a tribute album, and they're bringing in a bunch of other artists to do covers off that particular album. And it should be interesting. I'm sure they're going to make some sales. I watched the one that Weezer did. I think Weezer covered Sandman, 
And and yeah. they did it straight. And the reason why I like that is because it didn't sound anywhere close to as good as when Metallica did it. And that tells you that it's not just a song that anybody can do. What are your thoughts about it? You know, I'm conflicted about these. I remember a few years ago. Oh, man, probably more than a few years ago, probably like 10 years ago now. They did this with U2 and they they did it to raise money. All the money went to charity, but they had all these great bands come in and cover U2 songs. And I found myself drawn to the bands that did that, that, that had a spin on it. Right. Like, it's weird. Like, sometimes you hear a cover song and you're just like, just do the song, just do the song, sound like the band. But then I'm like, it's to me, it's more interesting when someone, you know, reimagines it and they put their own, you know, thumbprint on it. But I, I'll definitely check it out. I'll I'll definitely check it out. I'll give it up. I'm not the biggest Metallica fan in the world, but I just got to give it up for those guys. They have they have kept it going. They have kept it going and they have turned on countless millions of fans to uh the ecstasy of gold from the good the bad and the ugly (laughs) when they (laughs) if metallica did nothing else them those guys performing the ecstasy of gold from the good the bad and the ugly is just uh that's that's going to get a big high five for me all right, so people can go check out what Lisa wrote. It's good to read that because she's posting some videos and you get a, you get a sample of what's going on there too. Yeah. It's just good to, to cover exactly what else is going on that we couldn't cover here. Let's go on to that time Greta Thunberg, or Thunberg, I still can't say that, was denied the rank of Jedi Master. I'll just put in something really quick. Generally speaking, I don't like to get into stuff where it's kids, but they keep putting her out there, and I know it's not totally her fault, but at the same time, sorry, I mean, sorry, girl, you're out there sneering at us denouncing us and telling us all this stuff. She's kind of, at this point, I don't really feel all that sorry for her anymore. Yeah. I, I, I'm once again, I'm kind of conflicted about it too. Like you, but you know, it's her parents, it's, it's her parents. And I think hopefully, hopefully Greta will be okay through all of this. But when that performance that like, and I call it a performance because she read that letter. It's the famous, you know, how dare you? Yeah, you have that's... stolen my childhood. I think yep. she's talking to her parents. I think that's like, that's like the inner Greta talking to her mom and dad. How dare you? You've stolen my childhood. When you're taking yourself that seriously and then somebody put, somebody took her, and green screened her into uh, the Star Wars prequels where Anakin Skywalker is being denied the rank of Jedi Master. <laughs> it just made me laugh so hard because she, it's it's the reactions from like Yoda and, and Mace Windu. She's like, you've stolen my childhood. And Yoda just looks at Mace Windu like... What is up with this chick? It just made me laugh. I had to post it. Yep, it fits. Somebody saw that and somebody had the time to spend on putting it together and they did it. (laughs) I love it. it. I I love it. A big shout out to whoever does these. They're so hilarious. Thank you. Yep. So, like I said, I know Greta's a kid, but at the same time. You can't be going on the world stage and influencing policy and and yelling at me for just living my life, you know, forever. And there comes a point when I just say, like, all right, 
sorry, kid. I mean, it's not entirely your fault, but yeah, people are going to start saying stuff about you. So yeah, I mean, I I've heard this is this is just going to make it worse. It's like uh, she's like on the spectrum, like autistic, and she doesn't like to travel, and she's got all it's it's her mom and dad that are doing this to her and that is it's it's a horrible thing that they've done and yep. i'm sure at some point they'll regret it and i and i hope that greta is okay and i just posted it in the spirit of fun it's someone who's someone who's taking themselves very seriously and then you put him in the star wars universe not getting the rank of jedi master and just it was hilarious yep yes you know so people can go watch that. I had a, I had a little story about me beating a little league baseball, but that's for another time. We don't have time for that. It sort of goes along. <laughs> <that. But anyway. laughs> All righty. Let's go on to Venom. Let there be car- carnage. So if people aren't familiar with that, that is the sequel to Venom, which is a MCU character within the Sony universe of Marvel Comics. Yeah. And I'll just say one little thing. I don't know if people, but if people watch it carefully, it's not just Venom and Carnage, which is played by Woody Harrelson, but they... Also have another Marvel Comics character in there, a woman called Shriek. I don't know if you caught that when you saw the trailer or not. Is that who that was? That's who that is. Okay, so I'm so glad you set set that up beautifully, Broham. So Sony had Spider-Man. Never forget that. Before, uh, you know, before the Marvel Universe really took off, Sony had the rights to Spider-Man. They had the rights to Fantastic Four and a few others. And I think that they hit a, a home run uh, with their first Spider-Man movie. So now there's it's this weird area where Sony is moving forward with with, you know, their universe. You're getting Tom Holland in the MCU. And then it's like, how are they going to deal with Venom? Here's the other good thing. I looked up the cast list, and and they have uh, J. Jonah Jameson from the original Spider-Man. You have you have uh, Watch's dude. Uh, we are farmers. Bum, ba, da, bum. That dude is J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> He's crossing over. So now the big question is: Is Tom Holland going to make an appearance in this? How much crossover is there going to be? And here's like I didn't think Venom was a home run. I really didn't. It was fun. It was what it was. But they they didn't they didn't crap the bed. They it was a presentable film, beginning, middle, and end. It super. It like barely hung in there. Here's what I'm looking forward to from Carnage. You've already got your origin story. You don't have to waste any time. You don't have to waste any real estate with. Okay, here's a parasite came from outer space. This guy gets it. He doesn't understand. Da 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 da. It's like a necessary evil, but now we are just, we're coming right out of the gates. And Woody Harrelson, I think Woody Harrelson, Woody, you always forget he's a good psycho. That guy's a good psycho. And I'm, I think he's going to have a blast with this. I'm, I'm strangely excited for uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. I think it, I, I, I'm, I'm digging all of it. And I think the comedy uh, is going to be just right with, with Tom Hardy talking to the parasite that just desperately wants to eat everybody i'm 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 ready for this one i could ask you a lot of questions about that but i don't think we have time because there's there's some different things i i think about the character of of venom or tom hardy's character which is eddie brock that we could go into to to say is he really the hero of his own story but i don't want to get too far off we're running out of time gotcha gotcha 
Do we have time for one or two more? We got we got time for at least one more, buddy. All right. Let let me uh, actually throw these both in, and then we can just either spend time on one or, or both. You wrote a post called "You Should Listen to Cannons." When it comes to music, this is about a musical group. I'm pretty hard to please. Okay. That's, that's something that people should listen to. There is definitely an '80s vibe to it because you can hear the synthesizers in it, and it's a bit of a a melancholy sound too. People can go check that out. Maybe we'll get to talk about it. But then the other one I have to throw in is the anime Matsuri 2021 Convention are back. And it's kind of a, it's semi bait and switch there because you get the girl, good looking girl in the outfit uh, as the thumbnail. But then when you go in, we did not get a, a fat chicks warning, a fat chicks and skimpy outfit warning to go with that video. So that's, <laughs> that's in there too. So I'm, I'm giving the heads up to everybody. If you go and click on that, be forewarned. What did you, did you want to talk about either one of those? I do. I want to talk. I, I, I want to talk about uh, the anime thing. Here's now. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be very, very honest here, you guys. Like full disclosure. Do I like hot chicks in skimpy anime costumes? You bet. That's if you look at the majority of of anime, it's like it's like this idealized version. Blah 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 blah. Honestly. And, and I'm and this is like no no baloney. I dig the big girls dressed up. I dig the geeky dudes dressed up. It's it, that is what I like about those conventions. I like it that people just go for it and they make these costumes and they go out and they wear them and they're around their peers and people who have the same vibe and. And I like that it's not all just beautiful people because it, it's like the spirit of I dig this thing and isn't this cool? And oh, my gosh, how'd you make that? Check this out. I, and I just love it. You're you're talking to a guy who when I was a youngster, there was a woman that I delivered newspapers to. I'll tell you this story and then we'll probably have to get out of the segment. So uh, 1977 guy. Uh, Star Wars is out. Star Wars just blew my mind, just blew my mind. And so me and my friend, Sean, we went down to the hardware store. We figured out a way to make lightsabers. We thought we went to the hardware store. We got some dowel rods, some wooden dowel rods, had them cut off to be about the size of swords. I took cardboard and made like little handles for them. And we we duct taped them and we glued stuff on and we painted them. And then we took the swords and I dipped mine in like a, uh, I painted it with like a blue day glow paint, you know, that stuff you'd put it under a black light, right? And my, my buddy Sean did his with red. And so in my basement, well, we got black lights from like Spencer's gifts or whatever. So in my basement, you know, bam, and we would make the noises. And then I took it to another level. There was a woman a block away from me who was a seamstress. One, she could sew like crazy. I delivered her newspaper and, and cut her grass and all that good stuff. She could make anything, sew anything. I got her a picture from like, remember Starlog magazine? There was like the science fiction magazine called Starlog. And I would always get a copy of that. I got her a picture of Luke Skywalker. And she's like, yeah, I can make that outfit. So, dude, I'm dressed up for Halloween. I, I I gotta be like, I'm like 10 or 11. And, and I, dude, 
I am Luke Skywalker. I'm wearing the outfit. I got my homemade lightsaber stick. I'm walking around. Me and my buddy, Sean, we go to a house. Ding dong, trick or treat. And this woman is like, she looks at me, has no clue. Absolutely no clue. I was so bummed out. She's like, <laughs> oh, are, are you a ghost? And man, <laughs> that real that that hit me. That hit hard. That hit hard. I'm like, I had gone to such great effort. So the the whole Comic-Con anime dress up live it i i love it i love it all i love the people who do it i love that they make their outfits i i and you don't have to be you don't have to be perfect looking your outfit doesn't have to be perfect looking you've got the spirit you got to celebrate that stuff and this is the year dude i'm going now the conventions are back i'm going it's just a question of who will i be what am i going to dress up as i'm going to find a Big convention in New York or L.A., and I'm going. I did cosplaying once, only it wasn't cosplaying. It was the U.S. Army Reserve, and I did it for eight years, and they gave me a <laughs> free <for> that. <laughs> uh, that. That's my cosplay. That's my cosplaying story. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. With it. That's the perfect way to stick to dismount. Paul, thanks, man, for another great segment. That is what's on the web with Paul. Everybody needs to flip the switch, head on over to Patreon. I want to say hey to our new Patreon people, and uh, that's where the rest of the show will be. If you're not over there, I I don't know, you you guys can have a great day too. We still love you. You're still special. All right. Take care. Take care.